Hi, everybody. This is John from the JNR Basketball Podcast, and I'm here with your daily recap for December 27th, Tuesday, 2022. Let's take a look at the news first. Utah, Phoenix, and Atlanta were apparently discussing a three-way trade that would have involved Collins, Beasley, and Crowder. Ultimately, the deal falls apart. Utah was apparently asking for more. Uh, They wanted some additional first-round picks. They already have a ton of picks with some of the trades they made this offseason. Interesting to see that they're wanting more and more, wondering what they're trying to do there in Utah. Nets coach Jacques Vaughn started posting box-out stats about a month ago for the players to see who's good at boxing out and who's bad. Apparently, this lit a fire under some of the Nets players as their rebounding has significantly improved since these were made public to the rest of the team. LeBron is legendary in many ways. He's about to break another record. He is on pace to break the all-time points record. If he stays healthy and continues to play at the level that he's playing at, he should do so before the end of the season. Sometime in March is expected based off his current trajectory. Rudy Gobert has been struggling. We talked about this yesterday in the Daily Recap, how he was benched in the fourth quarter due to poor performance overall. And just for the sake of comparison, Shea Gillius-Alexander of the Oklahoma City Thunder, not known as a shot blocker, he has as many block shots as Rudy Gobert, who was brought in for his defensive prowess. So he is really struggling there. Uh, Rudy Gobert, that is, in Minnesota. Russell Westbrook has a triple-double tonight. It's his third triple-double of the season. All have come while coming off the bench couple of injuries to talk about. Trey Young leaves the game today in the fourth quarter with a hamstring injury. He is hopeful for tomorrow, Wednesday. I suspect he will probably not play the second game of a back-to-back just to make sure that hamstring is good to go for later in the season. For the Knicks, RJ Barrett leaves the game early in the first quarter, two minutes into the game actually. He leaves with a finger injury, did not return. No additional information on that front. You're going to hear a lot about Luca. We're going to be talking about him in this podcast as well later tonight. But he breaks the single game scoring record for the Mavericks in what might be the greatest performance in the NBA? Question mark. He certainly put his his name on the list, the short list for for just top performances in a game. And we will be talking about this game a lot more in just a moment. Speaking of games, let's get into it. Tonight was another night where we had a lot of the underdogs win the game. Uh, Let's start with the first one. Lakers are traveling to Orlando to face the Magic. The Magic are favored to win this game by three. Doesn't matter. The Lakers win 129 to 110. LeBron scores 28 for the Lakers. We talked about Russell Westbrook having a triple-double. He scored 15, 13 rebounds, 13 assists. Again, all coming off the bench. He's really thrived coming off the bench this season. Top pick, Paolo Banchero, struggled again. Four points, five rebounds, three assists in the loss. The 76ers travel to Washington to face the Wizards. The 76ers are on a roll. They they had a win streak coming into this game of nine games. They lose this game 116-111 to to the Wizards, despite Joel Embiid scoring 48 points in the loss. Porzingis leads the way for the Wizards, scoring 24 Rockets and the Celtics, this was expected to be a bloodbath. Boston was favored by 14.5 points. They cover and then some. They win 126-102. to 102. The Celtics and the Rockets combined for 101 three-point attempts in this game. Overall, they shot 25%. This is the single game record for the season. 
I think it's second overall. The most ever is 106. James Harden Rockets team, uh, 106 total in the game. Although that game did go into overtime. I think it was 99 in regulation. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Jays, once again deliver, dominate scoring. 39 points, 38 points respectively. Clippers and the Raptors. The Raptors were projected to win this game by four and a half points. This was in Toronto. Doesn't matter. Again, the Clippers upsetting the Raptors 124 to 113. Spoil a great game from Pascal Siakam. He has 36 points, nine rebounds, five assists in the loss. Hawks and the Pacers. The Hawks were projected to win this game, a close game, one and a half points. They were the favorite over the Pacers. The Pacers win 129 to 114. Collins was the top scorer for the Hawks. His name, as we mentioned, was was linked to this trade rumor. It's suspected he will be moved before the trade deadline. He scores 26 points, 10 rebounds for the win. I'm sorry, for the loss. Buddy Heald for the Pacers scores 28 with Halliburton adding another 23 for the Pacers in the victory. We have the Spurs traveling to Oklahoma City to face the Thunder. Oklahoma City was favored in this game by seven points. And they cover. They win this game 130 to 114. Shea Gillies Alexander just absolutely playing wonderful basketball right now. He scores 28 in the victory. Uh, Vasil with the Spurs. He scores 20 points in the loss. The Suns and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies were projected to win this game by eight points. A lot of that has to do with Devin Booker being out. But also, the top scorer from last night's game for the Suns, Landry Shamit, was also out tonight, giving really the Grizzlies the perfect opportunity to beat a team in the West that they're not worried about. Uh, doesn't matter. Suns win. 125 to 108. Dwayne Washington scores 26 off the bench for the Suns. John Morant, another 30-plus point game. He scores 34 in the loss. Seems to be a common thread. Jaw gets his points, but the Grizzlies lose. And the game that everyone will be talking about for quite some time, the Knicks and the Mavericks in Dallas. Mavericks were favored to win this game by five. They trailed most of the game. Jalen Brunson for the Knicks out. We mentioned R.J. Barrett leaves early in the first quarter. For the Mavericks, Dorian Finney-Smith remains out. And this, this game... I just watched the end of it again. Let me set the stage for you a little bit. Historically, across the NBA, when a team is trailing by nine or more points with 35 or less seconds remaining, those teams are zero wins, 13,884 losses. It's never been done before. No team has ever come back by that deficit with that little time remaining until today. The Knicks blow this game the Mavericks win 126 to 121 but let's just go through these last 35 seconds because it's absolutely insane what the Mavericks are able to do here with 33 seconds left the Knicks lead 112 to 103 nine points at this point the commentators and these are the home these are the home commentators this is the home feed the Dallas commentators are basically signing off for the game talking about the Knicks extending their road win streak they have packed it in. The Mavericks apparently did not get the memo. Christian Wood hits a three. 112, 106. We're down to 23 seconds left. The Mavericks defense forces a jump ball. They win the jump ball. Luka scores after a missed shot. He gets the rebound, puts it back in, gets fouled, makes the three throw. He hits 50 points for the game. It's now 112, 109 with 15 seconds left. The Mavericks immediately foul. Miles McBride seems to be the target of these fouls. He hits one of two of his three throws. 
113, 109, 11 and a half seconds left. Spencer Dimwitty hits a beautiful three. Inbound pass right to Spencer. He hits it. 113, 112, 8.3 seconds remaining. Again, Miles McBride is fouled. He hits both of his shots. This is a young guy hitting the most important three throws probably of his young career. 115, 112, Knicks, 7.7 seconds left. Luka gets fouled. He goes to the line to shoot two. He hits the first shot, intentionally misses the second shot. He gets his own rebound and hits a quick putback. With one second left, he ties up the game, 115 to 115, forcing this to go into overtime. At this point, Luka has 53 points in regulation. In overtime, the Mavericks... They win the game. They outscore the Knicks 126-121 in overtime. Luka. Luka Doncic. Unbelievable game. He was the Western Conference Player of the Week last week. Certainly trying to win it two weeks in a row. His stat line, 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists. He played 47 minutes in this game. He is the seventh player ever to have a 50-point triple-double. I don't know if anyone has ever had a 60-point triple-double. I'll try to get that information, but just an absolutely career game that, that is going to be talked about for quite some time. Not only the comeback, but you also have Luka just showing that he is probably the most prolific scorer in the NBA today. Two games remaining, not nearly as exciting as this Mavericks game. We have the Hornets traveling to Oakland to face the Warriors. The Warriors are very good at home. They're favored by four and a half points. And that's exactly what the, the line ends up being. 110 to 105. The Warriors win this game. Seth Curry and Andrew Wiggins still out. But you have Klay Thompson scoring 29. Jordan Poole scoring 24. LaMelo Ball for the Hornets, 21 points. He leads scores on that team in the defeat. Final game of the night, we have the Nuggets versus the Kings in Sacramento. These teams actually play again tomorrow night, but tonight the Nuggets win 113 to 106. Jamal Murray with 25 points. Michael Porter Jr. with 30 points for the Nuggets in the victory. And De'Aaron Fox, 26 points for the Kings in the loss. Let's take a look at the schedule for tomorrow night. We mentioned the Nuggets playing the Kings in Sacramento, a repeat of tonight's game. We have the Jazz and the Warriors. That looks to be the most interesting game of the night. Although you could make an argument for the Bucks and the Bulls. The Nets will try to continue their winning streak in Atlanta. And we have two pretty bad teams in the Magic and the Pistons facing off. As well as some additional games. So check your local listings for times and schedule. Taking a look at the standings. No real movement at all tonight. The Celtics remain two games ahead of the Bucks in the East. And the Nuggets remain half a game ahead of the Pelicans in the West. Certainly, it's going to become close between these teams in the West. They're so bunched together. Should make for an interesting March and April time frame. And that is going to do it for tonight. Check your local listings for games tomorrow, like I mentioned. Otherwise, we'll see you next time.